0: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, well, look, I mean, abortion is legal in Canada, and that's probably not going to change anytime soon. But here's the thing. It doesn't mean you have to like it. I think you're still entitled to your opinion on abortion, right? Freedom of speech is a separate thing. So where does that come in when we're talking about protesting at the site of where abortions are actually provided? And there certainly are some in Canada that that are regularly targeted for protest. In fact, there are some who make it a habit. This is what they do every single day. They go out with their signs and their slogans uh, and they set up shop near an abortion clinic. Now that's freedom of Expression, freedom of association, right? You're free as a Canadian to to protest and to do so in public. Obviously, there's a limit though on how far you can go. You can't block access to a facility just because you don't like it. And there are probably limits as well on how in your face you can be when it comes to protesting individuals. We do have laws that deal with that. You can't assault people, for example. So can we deal with these problems in other ways, or do we need to to get those protesters to just take a step back from the people and the physical building itself? Ontario just recently implemented what's known as a, a buffer zone or a safe zone outside abortion clinics. B.C., Newfoundland, Quebec all have similar legislation in place. And Alberta is going to be, it seems, the latest to to add to that list. Story today from Post Media, the Alberta government is contemplating legislation that would create these safe zones outside abortion clinics and keep protesters at bay. Access to abortion is a legal right, the premier said last week, adding that women seeking health care continue to face harassment. Frankly, it's just not something that women should have to put up with. So is this a threat to freedom of speech, or is this a way of allowing us to balance freedom of speech with the rights of those who work at or go to these clinics? Now, Joining us for some thoughts, very pleased to welcome to the program Michael Vaughn, who is Policy Director with the BC Civil Liberties Association. Michael, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Nice to be here. Well, it's interesting because your own organization uh, has kind of... It almost changed its mind on this or evolved its position on this. So what are the competing issues that we have to to, uh, deal with here?
1: Well, the competing issues are, of course, freedom of expression. The demonstrators and protesters, they are um, enacting their constitutional rights in protesting uh, around these clinics. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the privacy and security interests of the people who are accessing the clinics are also at issue. So those are the two clusters of competing rights. So how has the, the BCCLA's position on this evolved? Well, initially, we, had, um, we were against uh, bubble zone legislation on the grounds that you had every right um, to protest around an abortion clinic. And we stood by that until we received um, a package, really, of information around what the evidence was of what was happening in uh, relation to the clinics. And that made it very clear that it wasn't a hypothetical, that there were problems of women actually physically accessing the clinics and that their privacy and security uh, interests were at risk, I should say, um, the the patients and staff. So uh, in relation to that, the actual evidence indicated that um, a, a proportionate bubble zone would be the best way to balance those two competing rights.
0: How do we determine what's proportionate, though?
1: Well, you know, again, what we're trying to do is we're trying to facilitate access. So we're not trying to make uh, necessarily the demonstrations simply be um, out of earshot or no part of what it is that they're protesting, which is the, the what, what's happening in the clinics. But you do have to facilitate actual access. So if you had a bubble zone that required you to protest across town, that's clearly not proportionate. But I think reasonable people can disagree as to how, how big that zone needs to be to facilitate um, the rights at issue. Uh, but it can't just be a, a blanket. That's the point. Right. So it, it's
0: not just about shielding those who would be entering a clinic from seeing protesters. It is about access and security, as you see. It.
1: That's right. And again, um access and security, which includes privacy. I mean, one of the things that uh, was certainly in evidence in the BC case was that people were being photographed. Um, their license plates were being photographed. They themselves were being photographed. And those kinds of, again, you, you might argue you're in a public space, um, but that's that's going to be in a slightly attenuated argument given the nature, the context of what is happening. So those kinds of concerns uh, were, were very real. And so, um, and, again, Again, the nature of the the history of what's been happening uh, at any given situation will certainly give you some indications of what kinds of space should be provided.
0: Right. And I mean, it's such a, a delicate issue. If we were to take, for example, tattoo parlors, and if somebody was really, really opposed to the idea of tattoos, they would stand out in front, protest, maybe shout at people going in, maybe take pictures of people going in but i don't know that we'd be having this conversation about the need to enact buffer zones around tattoo parlors so is it because of the, the nature of these clinics or is because there has been so much uh, of of these so many of these problems that you describe
1: i think it's that it's been so much i mean in your hypothetical about the tattoo clinic um there's no there's no ongoing many decades old organized protest Um, So in that case, if you really did have someone who was causing um, uh, an impingement on the rights of people accessing the tattoo clinic, you could get an injunction, and that's clearly what's been happening here. Injunctions have been sought. But at the point where you have really decades' worth of problems, it seems... Deeply unfair to have the burden on the people who are trying to provide the access to go to court, get the injunction, bear the financial cost of that, etc, at that point, you probably are in a place where you say you know the um, our our legislature should be looking at how to effectively balance these rights, so I think that 's one of the distinctions is the ongoing nature of this, and again the the history of um, terrible violence that has been inflicted on, um, particularly staff of abortion clinics in Canada, surely co- colors how we look at what constitutes um, the the risks and the rights at issue. Uh, I mean, we should we should always be,
0: I, I think, at least concerned, potentially concerned at, at the notion of governments being able to restrict how and when and where people can protest, because as you say, that is a pretty fundamental constitutional freedom, but um, does this necessarily have to be that, that slippery slope?
1: Yeah, it's a very good question, because we want to be alive to that always. Um, so far, I can say in the limited experiments that we've seen in Canada, we haven't. Um, we're certainly not aware of, for example, um, the argument that we must have bigger and bigger buffer zones all the time. Um, I I. to be corrected if I'm wrong on that, but we haven't heard um, that kind of trend. So the the attention to proportionality at the front end seems to be um, appropriate at this juncture.
0: All right. Well, we'll see how uh, things unfold here in Alberta. In the meantime, more at bccla.org. Michael, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. You're very welcome. Michael Vaughn, policy director with the B.C. Civil Liberties Association, said that's interesting because they had previously opposed these uh, bubble zones or buffer zones, but became convinced by what they were hearing from people who go to these clinics or work at these clinics in terms of how far these protests can go at times. It seems to me, again, if you're harassing people, intimidating people, threatening people, physically blocking people, we have other laws to deal with that. So I'm not quite as convinced that this is necessary. And if it is, if we've deemed it necessary, that we really need to be careful to ensure that these bubble zones are really kept to a minimum. Because I think there is the potential for a slippery slope here. Because the same kind of rationale could apply anywhere. You don't like Donald Trump, so you want to go protest the Trump Tower? Well, that could be uncomfortable for people who work there or got to go there. So you better keep people away from there, too. Or anywhere. We'll just have a little um, little park somewhere just in in the middle of town. And uh, there's nothing around it. And if you want to protest, you can just go there. That'll be our little protest spot. I mean, there's, there's meant to be, I think, uh, some symbolic value in protesting <laughs> somewhere specific. You don't like the prime minister? Well, he used to, we used to have a prime minister whose office was here in Calgary. You can go protest at his office. Or you can protest at uh, the embassy of a consulate of a country that you got an issue with. That, that's kind of the whole point. So sure, if you don't like abortion, an abortion clinic is a logical place to protest. So what are you there for, though? Are you there to convince women not to get abortions? Are you there to, to harass the people who work there and call them murderers? Or are you simply there to say, hey, you know what? There's another side to this debate, and this is how I feel about it. Anyway, 974-8255 is a number, 974-TALK. Curious where you come down on this. I suspect for a lot of people, it's, it's linked to how they feel about abortion in the first place. If you're against abortion, you'll probably, I think, be against the idea of a buffer zone and... Maybe vice versa. I don't know. But I'm curious to hear what you think. 974-TALK. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.